My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 16, starts now. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 16, on the comeback trail, feeling good about my fantasy season after not having a whole lot to feel good about. I'm here with Jay Maddie. What's going on, man? And dog. What's popping, people? Man. A victory feels good. Doesn't a victory feel good after a fantasy season? I've been there have been so few and far between for me, but two and five means I can start to write the You're feeling ship. good about two and five. I'm feeling really good about two it's and been, five. It's been a very bad year. Oh no, it's it has been. But I can turn it all around. I have stockpiled my team with running backs, as has as has always been my strategy. Mm-hmm. And I think we're about to see this thing pay off. You think so, huh? Uh doggy, I feel like we've been hearing that for a while. Oh no, we we and it's going to come to fruition. Right. I'm feeling good too, I B. So. I, you know that, I was just about to ask you because you had a I'm big win also, good, and you're now at three, three and four, three and four, respectable three and four. Oh yeah, the league's kind of bunched up in the middle, so you know I'm just hey, I was the high point man this week in our league. Exactly, and Maddie, you know, so I'm hitting stride, baby. Yeah, and and Maddie continued his dominance. He's yeah. at five and one yeah, still. Can I, can I tell you why I'm feeling good? I'm Go, feeling have, good. All right, have at <laughs> it. I think it's I'm six and one. I believe. Sorry, that is correct. Yeah, so, six and one. But whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that that is what it is. I'm feeling good because any weekend in which the Clippers win, the Lakers lose, <laughs> and Chris Paul gets punched in the face, <laughs> that's a good weekend. So I'm feeling good. Uh, that's just, a good weekend. Just rubbing it in on all levels. Um, I mean, my fantasy win, you know that 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 I'm, that's normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, and I should have touched on this last week. At, you know, at, for people like me in my group at, at the two and people five like level, me. people like me <laughs> <laughs> in my group, the two and fivers out there who've struggled but are now trying to rebound. What I've been doing, stack stockpiling running backs. When running backs become available in our league, if they're starters, I snatch them up because they'll become trade bait later. And also, as you're approaching your bye weeks, you're going to need those running backs to fill in. I won last week without Melvin yeah, but Gordon. You need wide receivers to fill in the bye week too. You got the, two wide receivers on your roster. Well, man. then yeah, that's fine. And they you can always trade your extra backs for wide receivers, and it, it works that way. I'm telling you, this is this is about to this is about to go down in our league. I'm telling you right now. But stockpile those running backs. That's been my secret. Um, you use them for trade. <laughs> that's been your secret to success. Success at two and five. Yes, but. But after I get to five and five, you'll see how, how it goes. Because right. it's, it's about to go down. All right. About to go down. 140-some-odd points last week, I forget. Was I 141? I think I was. So, respectable all year. Stockpile those running backs when you see them. People will give up on some starting running backs as they try to make room on their roster. Um, jumping right into it. Disappointment of the week, you guys. Uh, Maddie, why don't you kick that off? All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd um, mm-hmm. and the FF. PC, the professional league, I got my first loss, and uh, Tyler Boyd only gave me five points. That mm-hmm. was not, you know, he's been kind of killing it all year, sure. and uh, it was a disappointing week for him. Yeah, and uh, and speaking on Boyd, and that's what I'm talking about receivers, is that, you know, he has been right there with A.J. Green in terms of snap count and targets, and has really had a really good year. My issue with that is always the game where A.J., I think A.J., did he have 20? He had a good game. Right? Yeah, he had a good game where he gets fed and the other guy doesn't. And that's always my concern. I still think Boyd has been a find and a steal for those who have him. And that by no means does that mean get rid of him or bench him or anything like that. But that's always something to look out for. Doggy, your big disappointment. Man, I have two big disappointments. Okay. Uh, the first one is Taylor Gabriel mm-hmm. in Chicago. He was just terrible, man. I mean, you know, he gave five points in the PPR league, but it's just like, Dude, the targets were really low, mm-hmm. and um, Rudolph, the tight end from Minnesota, mm-hmm. he's been a disappointment. He's been his whole career. underachieving this year. His like. whole his whole career, he's been nothing but hype. His whole career, <sighs> man. Well, well, you know what? It's weird with him because you know he'll have these games, and it seems like he'll have these seven, six point, five point, whatever. And then you look at the end of the season; he's the most targeted tight end, or he's among the top. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's bizarre. He's but, a big target, and he's yeah. got all the physical tools. He's fast. He might be the fastest tight end out there. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, you think every year this is going to be his year. He's on a good team, but he he's he just hasn't gotten it done in his career. Two points. I never. With I never. Kirk get Cousins. That sucked. Yeah, that that that'll kill you. Two points is uh, no bueno. Um, my two disappointments: Marquise Goodwin with the 49ers and Peyton Barber with the Bucks. Uh, Marquise jumping uh, coming off of a 26 point game. Really, the number one receiver. He's looked to be a hundred percent healthy. I think he still is a hundred percent healthy, but it shows you kind of how what risks you have with these type players. These, uh, you know, hit and miss, you know, uh, speedsters to catch long bombs one week and do absolutely nothing the next. That's why usually I stay away from him. This week I could not resist because, as Maddie said, I'm short on receivers. He got a, a, a substantial four points, but I was fortunate enough to win without that. With even with the four points. Peyton Barber with the Bucks. The Bucks just don't have a running game. And, you know, uh, he had 20 the week before. I'm still going to hold on to him for one more week. He's he's banged up this week, so we'll see what happens in practice and, and if he c- comes back and is able to carry the ball this week. Um, but he's going to be resting on my bench until I see a really good reason to put him back in the lineup. Um, going to the rising star of the week, Doggy, who's your rising star? My rising star, man, is... Baker Mayfield. Um, Baker Mayfield threw for a couple hundred yards, had two TDs, and that was my rising star for the week because he plugged in um, for uh, my boy Russell Wilson on his bye week. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, Baker Mayfield is my rising star, man. I think he's going to have plenty more good games to come. Right on. And Matty? I'm going with uh, Trubisky. I mean, preseason, I I gave him to you as uh, as a quarterback who who I'd take, and uh, he's starting to kill it. He's starting to come around. Um, I think I, I'm not just talking fantasy wise. I think this guy's a rising star. He's in a good offense, uh, and uh, he's getting it going. Yeah, he's had about three weeks now in a row. Yeah, and as I've said before, he just has an it factor that he, he went, when he's healthy. And I think the week before he he had a down game because I think he hurt himself uh, running out of bounds on that play. But him being healthy this week, there's a pep in the step of just about every Cleveland Brown out there. You got. Jarvis Landry having his Trubisky, big, big, dude. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Trubisky. You want to talk about Landry? This is why you're two and five. I'm why, I know. I'm not paying attention. Sorry. I mean, okay, yeah. Trubisky. But no, speaking of Trubisky, yeah. The, like, And I will just continue like nothing ever happened. The Bears were going to let him throw. They spent the draft pick on him. They traded up to get him. You knew this year they were going to let him throw. Maybe for the first time in Chicago Bears history, they were going to basically let loose, let the quarterback loose. And so far, it's taken him a couple games yeah. to do that. But now they've got it. Now he's done it, and I don't see there's a reason for them to stop. Yeah. I think. Well, look, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's young, yeah. right? And that's how you learn by throwing the ball. So you know, he he didn't have a great rookie season, but they 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 keep going at it. They're sticking with him. They let him make the mistakes, and now he's coming into his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Trubisky. He's got he's got good tools surrounding him. He's got a good coach. Uh, he's seeming to get a grasp of that system. You know, he's he might be he might by the end of the year might be a top ten quarterback. Yeah, and yeah. and as speaking as a longtime Bears fan, um, it may be the first time ever that they, they actually had a good offense and a good defense at the same time. They usually have one or the other, and so if you're a Bears fan, you may you may be watching the What's best the record right now. They are couldn't tell you. My fantasy team is way more important <laughs> than the actual schedule. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, they, they, they might make a playoff run. No, they, they, I think they're right there. But my fantasy team surpassed them years ago in terms of my priority. But it's good to see because usually they either have a bad defense, a good offense, and or a bad offense, a good defense. He may be the best quarterback the Bears have ever had right now. Well, two, 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 come on. That, a bit, season and a half in. I'm seriously. On that. Well, we'll see. B, let me give you one more rising star, man. Go ahead. I got to give my boy a shout out. All right. James White. James up. <laughs> James White has to be a top five back in fantasy in in the league right now. So, you know, he's killing can it, Can we man. just have a James White segment, segment we need forward to. and yeah. just so we can get him out of And then, look, when uh, Michelle went down mm-hmm. with his knee, I was hoping, man, he was out for a while. But, you know, <laughs> you know but he's still banged up. So James White's going to go loose this week. I think, I think you're week. gay for James White. That's what I <laughs> no, no. I, think I love James White, man. Um, he's keeping he me relevant. Really, um, he's keeping my team together. Um, he's the glue to my team. I'm I'm pretty sure D- James White is uh, dog owes James White money or something. There's there's something going on. But he James White gets a mention every show. That's fine. James White, if you're listening, 
Keep keep riding for Doggy. He's he's loving it. Um, my rising star, and I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put some beef behind my statement. Carry on Johnson. Okay. Not only is he a rising star, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he is a must start every week from this week forward. Ooh. And and don't just just stay tight. <laughs> I got it coming. He's a first round pick next year. If Matt Patricia figures out how to use him. If he could stop. Well, see, to, you just qualify. Well, no, so I'm just saying. Out. Is he or not? No, he, he should be. He is worthy of a first-round pick. The only issue is how long they keep LeGarrette Blunt, Blunt and how often they're going to allow him to vulture his touchdowns. He had a 71-yard run and never got back in the game. LeGarrette Blunt ended up scoring. Yeah, but you're looking at it like a, a fantasy GM and not a coach of a football team. <laughs> LeGarrette Blunt. Pounds it down at the goal line. I That's get not that. a bad decision. I they get might, that. They might keep doing that because they're not trying to get your fantasy team to win. They're trying to win ball. Well, that's games. what I'm saying. Fantasy wise, he could be a top, like I said, first round pick next year if they give him the ball. I mean, there's nothing that says he can't run it in from inside. Do we have the any team. idea what uh, Blount's contract status is? Because this could we, be his last. I year. think it's probably, he's probably a, his yeah, last year. He's, he's always on one year deal yeah. usually, but. That guy is good. Um, rest of the season, keep him in your lineup. Uh, also, Marlon Mack coming back uh, from injury had a nine point game a week ago. This past week, uh, delivered with twenty some odd points. Yeah, he's underrated. And yeah, he's finally healthy now. I mean, he's running at a good clip. Sure, he's, he's a good guy to get on your roster. Get in. Yeah, and has the Raiders this week. So I'm not going to go as far with Marlon Mack yet. I think there's still some things they got to work out. But definitely, carry on Johnson. If you have him, keep him in your lineup. It's going to be big things, I'm telling you. Um, looking at the bye weeks, uh, we got the Chargers, Falcons, Cowboys, and Titans this week. Uh, Chargers, uh, and I know this because uh, I have Melvin Gordon on my team. No Melvin Gordon. So this is where my running back theory comes into play. Oh, boy. Yeah. Get your running backs. You can always pick a receiver. There's, there's always a hot receiver out there you can go grab somewhere, okay? I've had 20-plus point games from people like Keelan Cole and Corey Davis this year. So... You can always find them, but the backs are important. Um, any of these bye week teams, you know, is there strategy? Uh, with Be- before you know? we go on to okay. that, can go I ahead. just counter your sure strategy you that point so we're not misleading our listeners and oh, giving God. them bad information? I'm trying to tell you, okay. You, you you load up on the running backs and you think that's a, a pathway to victory. Mm. It's really a, it's a pathway to two and five is what it is. No, because if you can get if you can get a Todd Gurley or a mm. Melvin Gordon. Or an Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get that guy because there's only a handful of studs in the league. If you can get a stud, you need a stud. You need a stud running back to win in this league. Sure. Okay. If you can get one, get them. Yeah. If you can't, the rest are all kind of the same. You go get those number one wide receivers because there's about 20 of them. You get about three of them on your lineup. And then you get whatever running back falls to you because halfway through the season, you're going to be able to get somebody on waiver wire who's going to end up with 20 carries a game because running backs are getting hurt all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, so the strategy I went with is I, I took my stud, then I loaded up on wide receivers intending to use wide receivers in the flex spot. And then I loaded up on backup running backs who are now being, you know, look, I picked up, I picked up Nick Chubb two weeks ago. I said, sure. I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to hold on to him. And now look, I got another RB1. Mm-hmm. That's how you play the running back position. Different philosophies. I'm trying to tell you, but six and one six, this year. This is the same <laughs> strategy that it took me to. I think I lost three games last year to the championship. So it, it works different ways, different years. All right. So where were we going? We're talking about bye weeks. Any bye of these teams on bye weeks, you're strategizing. What 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 do you feel about Falcons, Cowboys, Chargers, and Titans as they head into this glorious bye week? How do we feel about what? In terms of what do you what are you prepping? What are you prepping as they return? You know. Look, looking at uh, well, with for the Chargers, isn't Gordon? He's still hurt, right? Well, that was explained by the coach as sort of a precautionary thing that they fully believe he'll be back once they are back from the bye. Okay, mm. I would like to see the Chargers uh, come back from the bye and get Eckler back in the mix because he was right. a powerful weapon for them the first few weeks, and he's kind of <laughs> faded away since then. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. you know, managing buys, it doesn't matter which which team. You know, the, what what goes on in the, in the bye weeks is. Uh, a lot of luck with the scheduling. Like you, you want to, you, you hope you match up against a guy who has all his players on by yeah. versus uh, skipping all those and getting somebody who's at full strength. Sure. But you know when 
depth. This is what it comes down to. These weeks from now to about week 11, you got to have depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would like to see go is ahead. Amari Cooper, you know, really step it up for the Cowboys mm-hmm. and uh, help out that passing game, you know. And then that'll open it up for uh, Zeke, you know. So uh, that's what I would like to see. Is Amari Cooper a guy you're, you'd be going after right now? Um. No, because I want to see what happens first. I'm in the well, same camp. You know, yeah, but mm-hmm. I would like to see yeah. him do well right. out there. Well, you wait and see, then then, yeah. then it's too mm-hmm. late. You can get him probably at a decent price right now, but yeah. it's not a guy I would go out and get. But I want to see mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, like, wake up. That's, That's not, not going to happen. Well, he just had 14 <laughs> points. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking, you know, he's heading in the right direction. There's yeah, certain you know? guys like Derrick Henry because they're, they're seen as the um, – the heir apparent because of the team they're on, the position they play, and how the guy ahead of them is doing, and the fact that they were a draft pick. Everybody just assumes they're going to come in and produce. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is one of those guys, and he, he didn't get it done. He's just not good. He's no, not a good running back. No, I think that the Titans have totally gone on with... Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. I always screw that, that guy's name. Deion Lewis. <laughs> and in terms of the Cowboys, I think it's the same thing. I think you're watching Amari Cooper. Do I think you should go out and get him? No, because they had a number one receiver in Des Bryant last year. It did not work out. I need to know that Dak and Amari could be on the same um, page before I would do anything. And it might be too late at that point because the person who has Amari Cooper in our league just happens to be a Cowboys fan. And, you know, you're not going to get him if he does well that first game. So, yeah. Amari Cooper's another one of those guys like Kyle Rudolph, right? Mm -hmm. He's got all the tools. He's big. He's fast. um, But he just has not ever put it together have a big game here a big game there you know i have like three big games a season and then mm-hmm. a bunch of duds yeah just, you you need to win in fantasy you don't need a guy who gets you 20 and then four no. and then 22 gotta and then be seven. steady you need a guy who gives you 15 to 18 a week there you That's go you gotta be steady yeah. and you know i don't know how much of that is on him or how much of it is, is the fact that he plays for the raiders i think probably I think. both. it's the system it's the Raiders system sucks yeah that's what's going on. Yeah. Put him in that Green Bay system mm-hmm. and see what happens. Exactly. And also, uh, talking about the last thing, Dougie mentioned um, Tennessee. Uh, he went with, he talked about Derrick Henry. I didn't mention last week, it's time to let go of uh, Corey Davis and all of the receivers until they get. First of all, there was a game two weeks ago. Mariota gets sacked 11 times, which should have been the indicator. Jesus. And then Corey Davis rolled out another four point game this week. So if you haven't already, Please get rid of all yeah. your Tennessee Titans. Not, not, not in a dynasty league. You're keeping them. Yeah. You're going to keep them. That, good point. Yeah. Got to reflect all the leagues as we talk fantasy here. Moving ahead to injuries. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, that one hurt. I just traded for him. Yeah. That's a tough one. Going on IR, um, does anyone have any faith in Doug Martin? I don't. Yeah. And I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. I would have more faith in Richard. Yeah. Jalen Rashard. Jalen Rashard. So, um, no, I don't have any faith in that. I don't have any faith in anything the Raiders do. Ooh. Just stay away from the Raiders, period. Mm. You know, but An one indictment. thing is I'm thinking about maybe Martavius Bryant. Mm-hmm. You know, he might step up since Amari Cooper's gone. Yeah. But Derek Hart, what is he, crying every game? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, he sucks now. He's like, like... Uh, he's like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Well, right that, now, that's the thing we were gonna get to later. But that's I don't get it. Like if okay, if he cried and he was hurt, it it, it tells me he cares about something. I think depending on what he cried on. But just because he cried, does that mean that he should? I mean, people are giving him like the blues because he may or may not have cried during the game. You can't cry in football. Yeah, no. I guess I guess it's didn't, unanimous. Didn't Tom Hanks say that about baseball? baseball? Yeah, 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 even more so. Football. I mean, but doesn't it tell you that he gives a shit about something? Like, I'd rather have a dude who's like pissed, pissed off about something. Now, if he's hurt and he's like whimpering, that's something else. But we don't know. Anyway, um, going to the Raiders, looking at their injuries, um, I don't trust Doug Martin. Number one, but going a little bit out of the uh, out of the su- off subject here, I would look at like Dougie said, Jordy Nelson. But also, Jared Cook, who actually leads the team in targets. He's been a big surprise this year. No yeah. kidding. So, if you're, you know, there's all, all hope is not lost with the Raiders, and, you know, despite what Doggy said. I also had Jared, Jared Cook in that uh, Kyle Rudolph uh, category. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but this year he's he's just put it together. I don't know why, but he's put it together. Yeah, let's see if he can maintain it. That's that's well, the key. Yeah, you know, it's been seven games. He's done it. Yeah. So I think you can trust him at this point. Yeah. Bilal Powell uh, with the Jets. A sort of sharing time with Isaiah Crowell. He's out. They're saying this neck injury may be career-threatening, oh, which is no. never good news. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so Isaiah Crowell obviously looks to be the benefactor of more carries. And McGuire. And McGuire. And McGuire. Also, uh, who I think is just coming off IR or they're going to take off IR. And also there's a guy, I think it's Cameron, and I forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong. So those three guys are in the mix with primary du- primary duties going to Crowell. He's been struggling. Wire's with the, a good little runner, though. That's what we've been hearing. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. I think Crowell obviously gets the most responsibility. It looks as though he's shaking that foot injury. He had a full practice today. So um, if you're in the uh, need for a running back, you might want to look at Isaiah Crowell. Uh, I'm bored talking about Dalvin Cook and his injuries. Yeah, that's um, he's man. You know, yeah. Start him on it's Thursday terrible. night again. <laughs> I needed him to beat you, so I had to start him, <laughs> but. No, Dalvin Cook, the word is he may not be back until their, what is it, after their 10-week tenth, tenth uh, bye week, which means that he comes back in week 11. That's probably the best way to play it. Um, if you have it, if you have him, Get rid I, of him. I don't think you Drop cut him, him yet. Get rid of him. Look, this, is, this is his second year, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's been healthy for what, four games? Four games. Get rid much. of him. I think if you've gone this far, you're at the point of no return. You you keep him. If, it was an ex- if he went on IR, I would say get rid of him, but... The idea that you might have a fresh Dalvin Cook for the last stretch run of your season. There's no such thing as appealing. a running back who gets hurt for five games early in the year and comes back fresh. He's playing hurt the rest of the year. He's well, we'll not come, running backs don't come back at 100% when they get hurt in the season. Mm-hmm. And also, LaShawn McCoy, who had, a, I guess, was in concussion protocol. I'm not sure if he's still in concussion protocol. Uh, they play the Patriots Monday night. Um, might want to grab Chris Ivory if you don't already have him. Because we don't know if uh, LaShawn's going to play. Shady's tough, though. Yeah. He's, Shady and, can play. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if he's tough. you got to pass that concus- concussion call, test. Yeah. 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 And word is he's not going to be traded to Philadelphia, as people had mentioned uh, previously. Um, talking about let's skip around a little bit, because I think there were some trades that have occurred since the last time we spoke. We talked about Amari Cooper. Carlos Hyde going to the Jags. Um, big time back. In need to a team in need of a back because of Fournette. Um, I'm going to toss it to the Carlos Hyde uh, manager or has Carlos Hyde on his team. Doggy, what, what, how do you play this? Well, I'm not going to play him this week either. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, I want to see what he looks like first. Sure. You know, I want to see how he fits in the system. Uh, who gets more carries? The goal line carries him or Yeldon? Who mm-hmm. do they trust more? Yeah. Um, and then they have another back that I don't even know his number number thirty or some shit. He's they out. throw another. Oh, he's out. I too? think he's out. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I just have to see how what goes on. I just can't trust it right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll just watch this week. You know, they're in London. I'm gonna peep it out and check it out, and then I'll go from there. Yeah. Oh, that's in London. Yes, yeah. it is. Mm. Yeah, I got Hyde on a team. I'm I'm gonna play him. Hyde mm-hmm. is a good runner. He's mm-hmm. a good runner, and now he's going to a team who knows how to run the ball. That's mm-hmm. a recipe for success. I'm gonna play him. Yeah. I before I'd play him, I need to know what the roles are. And that means paying attention to your various sources online. And what about the playbook? What but, oh yeah. Him <laughs> him knowing the playbook is important. Yeah. That yeah, Run, that's running important. back is the easiest position to transition into. There's it's run this way, run that way. It's not like they're gonna be doing run options and Yeah, well don't all there's blitz protection too. Right. So that, well, that they, that's they probably important. will not have him in on third down, I would <laughs> yeah. imagine. So no, he, with me, I need to know his role. I'd have to kind of monitor things online, see what the people are saying who What'd follow they give the up team. For him? They gave up a fifth round pick? Was it yeah, fifth so round? That's something it. like that. Yeah, that's it. yeah, good deal. But no, follow the reporters that cover the Jags and see what they're saying uh, before you make your decision. That would be my best advice. Um, let's go to where we were right. Maddie, I'm going to kick it off. Sure, where was I right? So, uh, Nick Chubb, I'm going to say, you know, right I, I I picked him. That was where I was right. Also a little bit of luck, but I, <laughs> I said a few weeks ago, pick up. It's time of year to pick up those rookies because they're going to start getting time. I picked up him. I picked up Ronald Jones. I since dumped Ronald Jones, but I held on to Chubb for a couple of weeks with no points. And now that's about to pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing's for certain, but when he did get in the games, he looked really good. Sure. Uh, I think he's going to be the go-to guy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'd have to dig a little deeper to give you more. What about you, dog? Uh, Kittle. 
The yeah. tight end out of San Francisco. Yeah. You know, uh, man, he's been playing top-notch football. He's a top five uh, tight end in fantasy now. And um, also John Brown in uh, Baltimore. You know, he's tough, man. He's uh, He played a big role for me this this past week. Mm-hmm. And he scored like, what, 26 points. Yeah, he's slowly so, becoming the number one in Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because Crabtree's not doing anything. Yeah. He dropped a touchdown a couple weeks back, and I've not seen much from him since. Um, where I was right, um, I told you to go pick up, and Maddie hates this, but the Colts defense. Colts defense picked up 20 points against the struggling Buffalo Bills. If you can, folks, ride whoever's playing Buffalo, okay? Or continue to pick on the weak teams, the San Francisco's, the Giants, the Giants, um, even the Raiders. The, the Raiders, the Arizonas to some extent. Keep an eye, and also look for that home start, too. It'd be good to have your defense at home. It's, it's, that's worth probably another point or two. So uh, I was right about the Colts. Um, also, holding on to James Conner. Don't fall for deals from people like Jay Maddie, who will email you some garbage in the middle of the night, talking about, please give me Conner and your best receiver for two guys that are on my bench. Not going to work. Well, desperate time, man. <laughs> at this point, you keep if you have Conner, you keep him until... The Le'Veon Bell thing is resolved. It looks as though now Le'Veon is probably trying to ditch being traded. So that means, I guess, another week or two, I'm guessing. He has, to be, he has to be back by week 10. There you go. Okay, but he's probably coming right back at week 10 because up until then they can trade him. That's right. Week 10 is the trade deadline. So Hey, I was right with somebody else, too. Go ahead, B. Okay, well, yeah, we'll just keep too. going. But, yeah, the you know, the holding on to him, you know, you hold on to him. And you write it out. And then if they come back and they work out some kind of fancy committee, you can decide whether or not you want to deal them. I would possibly, I would probably deal them if they got into some kind of committee. You hold on to him because he's mm. good. Yeah. And he's producing. Well, regardless of Le'Veon Bell, what happens there, you hold on to him. He's yeah. going he, to have a role no matter what. Yeah. If they go into a committee, I'm dealing him. If I can. I, our trade deadline, I think, in this league yeah, is November but if 9th. They, if he goes into a committee, he's got no value. If you want to deal him, you got to deal him now. Not going to do it. I'm going to ride all that James Conner right. magic. Yeah. And I'm going to pass him off to a Steeler fan. And we have a couple of Steeler fans in our league. So that's another thing. Know who's in your league so you can maybe trick him with a little, you know, favoritism. Doggy, who else uh, did, were you right on? Kenyon Drake, oh, baby. Here it is. You know, Kenyon Drake had a big game, uh, 18 fantasy points, mm-hmm. and uh, he came through for me. You, he, I hit and miss with Kenyon Drake, so I'm not going to play him on Thursday. Didn't didn't you cuss him up and down and say you were going to cut him? No. No? I don't remember that. <laughs> but, you know, I stuck not. with him. You know, I stuck with him. Yeah, yeah Drake, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with Kenyon Drake, I was right this week, but, you know, uh, I'm not going to play them Thursday night. They're going up against Houston, so I'm going to put in Chris Carson and mm. going against Detroit. So uh, we're going to see. Yeah. We're going to see. Well, no, another word for Kenyon Drake. He's slowly becoming one of the more popular people on this show, along, yeah. with, uh, along with James White and everybody yeah. else. Um, let's see. Maddie, did you have any more? Where yeah, you I got were another right? one. I, I made a trade of, of, uh, a few weeks ago. I think I traded Isaiah Crowell for Sterling Sharp, mm-hmm. and other people in the league didn't think that was a good trade. Sterling and- Sharp. Or, uh, Sterling, Sterling Shepard, I'm sorry. Oh. I said, damn, he's still playing? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that trade is working out. He's put up 20 points a week for me since. Um, I, I think I think in New York, people are getting a little tired of Odell. I think Eli's tired of Odell, and mm-hmm. I think he's starting to look at Shepard a lot more. Yeah. So um, I'm happy with that trade. It was a good move. Yeah. Uh, one more place where I was right, CJ Azuma with the Cincinnati Bengals. Moderate success there, nine points, but for a tight end, you'll take it. He got in the he got in the box. He scored six points on the touchdown. He had another catch, so nine points. Moving forward, he has a good matchup this week. Um, beyond that, we'll see. But he's good to keep in your lineup this week if you got him. Um, now, where were we wrong, doggy? I'm hardly ever wrong, man. But <laughs> only one guy, uh, Taylor Gabriel, like I mentioned earlier. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's where I was wrong. You know. I played him in a flex position. He didn't get um, too many targets. They were in Trubisky was throwing the ball all over the field, sure, and didn't find him. Yeah, you know, with five points, you dude, you, yo, I, I just dropped his ass. Yeah, so that's why I, you know went wrong. But other than that, man, I'm usually on point. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, this segment is mostly for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're so kind, dog. I appreciate that. Uh, Maddie, where were you wrong? Well, you know, so, some things are, it's just it's just timing and luck. Like uh, Sounds like you were really wrong about something. Well, no, I've, I've <laughs> not. Yeah, I, I sat Larry Fitzgerald for the first time all year. I've, I've sure. had faith. I've kept him in there. Five-point game, six-point game, mm. seven-point game. And finally, I'm like, I'm done with him. And at the flex spot, I went with. Uh, Buck Allen, who got me five points, and once you know it, this is the week Fitzgerald gets the touchdown, fourteen points. Mm, of course, but I, I still don't think I'm going to switch him in there. You know, he only had he only had four catches for forty yards without the touchdown. He really didn't have much a game. He's, but could have used those points. He's touchdown dependent. That's yeah, what they say at this point. Yeah, um, my big miss, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, I think I mentioned that before. Um, you know, it's just the risk you take again with these guys, these speedsters who go off one week and sort of fall off the next. So I just went ahead and dropped him from my team. That's what I did. And I give you permission to do the same thing. You can always pick him up in a week if, if you want, he'll be there. Um, add and drop suggestions. Um, I'll start this time. Um, I would add Danny Amendola from Miami playing Thursday. Um, their whole re- receiving core minus, I think two people are hurt. He's been getting more snaps, more targets, um, it seems like uh, Brock Osweiler, and I don't. I think this is our first Brock Osweiler mention on this podcast. So congratulations, Brock. Um, he seems to like Danny. Uh, they're going to him a lot. Uh, they don't have a whole a lot of other options. They're coming off of a quick week where he just, I think, he scored twenty points or whatever. So I think he he's a good good target for this week. Um, also add Jared Cook if you haven't already. If he was, you know, kind of lurking on the waiver wire after the Raiders' bye week, throw you know, go ahead and get him. And the New England defense, the Arizona defense, the Cincinnati defense, those all play weak offenses <laughs> this week. New England plays Buffalo. Arizona plays San Francisco. Cincinnati, I believe, plays Jacksonville. Maddie, <sighs> uh, he doesn't like my defensive selections. Go ahead, Maddie. Uh, right, your so ads and your, your ads first. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, f- first, I'm going to give you. Uh, I gave you Rising Star a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Traquan Smith. If Correct. you didn't add him back then, add him now because I think he's the number two guy there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he's rosterable, go grab him. And number two, I'm going to give you uh, David Moore with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's overtaking Brandon Marshall and going to be the number two guy there. And uh, you know, Russell Wilson needs a target, and he's a big, healthy target. Uh, I think he's going to start making some plays. Right on. Doggy, who you adding? Well, I'm going to add the Washington Redskin defense. Man, you guys are putting me to sleep with the – You know uh, – Why don't you add going, a kicker while you're <laughs> Look, going up against uh, Eli in, in, in the company in New York. Smart move. And, you know, I, I also add Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just my suggestion. How are you gonna add? You know, he's, just, he's taking in every league. In he the, might in the not nation. be. He you might not be. He might be out there. There are some people who are slow yeah. on the draw. And add Eckler because you know how Melvin Gordon he gets injury prone. Mm-hmm. You know, pulling up with a hamstring out of nowhere. You know, next thing you know, you just you know he's he's a little injury prone back man. Yeah. So Eckler. Now I got to defend my man Melvin Gordon. He'll get banged up and he'll leave for a minute, but he always comes back. That's the cool thing about Melvin Gordon. Everybody. I'm a Melvin Gordon fan. Um, dropping, I already told you. Drop Corey Davis. Drop Marquise Goodwin. Maddie, who are you dropping? I'm not. I'm not going to drop him yet because I'm, uh, this guy. I'm. A, I'm a big proponent of adding receivers for teams like Green Bay, uh, Pittsburgh, um, New Orleans. Get those receivers when they get when they got a good quarterback. That's mm-hmm. just logical. But I've I've had Randall Cobb on three of my rosters all year. Uh, he had. Two good weeks to start the year. He's been injured since then. If he can't get it going this week, I'm dropping him. Uh, D- Dougie. I might end up dropping Kyle Rudolph, man. Oh, wow. You know. That would be Or huge. trading him. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. I'm I'm really, like, pissed off at him. You know, it's just like. <laughs> it's personal. I'm, you know, really, I'm just keeping him just in case Kittle gets hurt. Sure. You know, just have somebody to. But I mean, man, hey, you could probably pick up any other tight end doing what the fuck he's doing. Two yeah. points. Rudolph, come on, man. Two Seriously. points is tough. That's a killer. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of the mm-hmm. Redskins defense, you said you pick up because they're going against the Giants. Have you guys watched any Giants football this year at all? Monday night. Okay. Yeah. I come from a Giants family, mm-hmm. I, uh, so I get sucked into watching those games. And it yeah. just Poor feels guy. to me. Poor guy. Yeah. It feels to me like Eli's just given up. He's done. I think he's just given up. You know what's sad about the whole thing? 
as bad as people say, because this will lead into the next thing, but as bad as people say Eli has done this year, he's still 100% better than Blake Bortles. Isn't that weird? Like, is, is that true? I, no, he is. If you, if, you, if, you, if you watch Eli, I mean, and I'm talking about fantasy-wise and also maybe in real life, but with everything said, Eli is still sort of consistently putting up 17 to 20 points for yeah. a quarterback. Okay. Blake... I don't know. I mean, I I would still think that Eli is better than Blake. I think I both those teams will be drafting a quarterback in the offseason. Yeah. Both of them. The I mean, Raiders, I, I think the Raiders also. With, <laughs> the Raiders need Well, the Raiders, you know, they got a lot invested in Carr. They're that's, not going to give yeah. up on him just yet. That's the issue. They can draft a quarterback, though. Yeah. That won't hurt. Um, my okay. So you did your drops, yeah. right? Yeah. And you did your drops. I did my drops. Great. Okay. Um, bench. You know, this is a little thing where you will throw in their bench in terms of who, who are you demoting versus who are you stashing. Who Those are the players you're putting on the bench. This week, it's Latavius Murray for me. He's carried me two games, uh, two straight games, 20-plus points. This year faces a very tough run defense with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I watched the last time the Vikings were confronted with a good run defense, and they totally abandoned the run altogether when they played the Rams. I think they're going to do the same thing, um, especially because New Orleans gives up so much uh, in terms of uh, off of passes. Um, I think, uh, you know, it gives Kirk Cousins a reason to go ahead and look for Thielen, look for Diggs, hopefully for Doggy, look for Rudolph before he gets benched or cut from Doggy's team. But Latavius Murray would be my person to bench this week. Uh, Maddie, who are you benching? Okay, so I have on one roster, mm-hmm. I got Geronimo Allison, Randall Cobb, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. Four Packers receivers. Sure. Until I see how that washes out, I think I'm going to sit them all for one week. See okay. what's going on there. Because, you know, you had the, you had all the injuries, and then the rookies came in and performed. Now the, now the, the original starters are back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to wash out. I might, I might play Graham, but the other three I'm going to bench. Gotcha. Doggy. Well, I'm going to bench Kenyon Drake Thursday night, Uh-oh. you know, just to the simple fact he's going up against Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's going to pan out well for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're going to give it to the old man more, Gore. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, I'm going to bench my Rams defense. Wow, big move. You know, I don't trust them too much against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I would not. You know, yeah. so I see I'm, that. I'm plugging the Redskins in there, and hopefully uh, Eli will throw them the ball a few picks for six. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are my benches. If I didn't look right now, I could not even tell you who my defense or kicker is. <laughs> you guys put so much thought into your defense and kicker. It matters. Yeah. It matters. Is that Greg, Greg Zerline? 13 points last week. Who had other kicker picked up 13 points last I week? I don't know. I there don't you go. pay attention. <laughs> it's important. It's a part of the game. Yeah, the kicker whooped my ass one week. Got, got 22 points. That's there. how that happens. I, but Butker got 19 but, on but me the other night. Look, you, you get a kicker on a good offensive squad because he's going to get more attempts. Other than that, it's random. Well, no. You also got to pay attention to kickers that are allowed to kick 50-yard field goals. Because if you're in a league that get awards more points for 50-yarders, people like Adam Vinatieri, who I picked up while Zerline was gone, he consistently got 10 points a game for the time I had him. I think he had one eight-point game. But no, you want to look at uh, kickers who have their, their coach's confidence who allow them to kick these long field goals. Trevecchio with um, with Atlanta, who they just signed because of uh, Brian getting hurt, he kicked a what was a 56-yarder or something, and someone kicked a 59-yarder. Those guys you want to keep an eye right. on just in case your kicker's hurt. The number one kicker mm-hmm. in the league. Sure. 11.9 points. Okay. The top three, in fact, are all available. <laughs> the top three kickers are all available in the league I'm in that I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Okay. The 24th kicker, 7.27 points. You're looking at a difference of four points that's, for the top 24. That's huge. you got to take your kicker serious. <laughs> that, that's but, huge. Hey, man. Okay. <laughs> only 12 kickers go in the league. The top 12, 9.56 to yeah. 11.9. It's a point difference. If you lose by a point, oh, that's a problem. On, I'm telling you, these things add Random. up. I'm telling you. If, if you can count on 10 points from a kicker, you're doing yourself a huge favor. Um, kickers are kind of sneaky, so we'll go into the sneaky play of the week. Um, my sneaky play, as I sort of gave you foreshadowing earlier, go pick up Eli Manning. If you have a, a issue where you have a quarterback that's going to be out in week you know, 11, 12, whenever, 
Um, specifically look at Eli's matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I believe is week 12. Um, if you have Brady, like I do, and you need a quarterback, that might not be a bad place to stick Eli for a game. Um, I'm looking at him. Uh, like I said, he's not been spectacular, but he has, for most games, kept it somewhere around 17 to 21 points, 23, whatever. Um, and he, you can help, he can help you, uh, especially as your quarterback, uh, you lose him to a bye. Um, sneaky play of the week from Doggy. What do we got? Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Sneaky. Yeah, you know, even though they uh, had a little running back by committee up there in Seattle, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Chris is going to bang uh, Detroit pretty good mm-hmm. and bang them good. You Ooh. know, just Are we still talking about right fantasy? up the middle. Yeah. You Ooh, know, because, you know, Seattle, Seattle, know. Seattle's <laughs> been trying to establish, See you know, James their White run can game. Get in on that action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So Seattle's been trying to establish their run game, you know, so. You know, hey, I think Chris Carson is going to give me 100 yards this week. So that's my strong play of the week and my sneaky, sneaky play, play of the week. Oh, one more thing before I toss it to Maddie. Eli Manning, after his week nine bye, plays the Niners in Tampa Bay and back, back-to-back weeks. Mm. So that could be delicious for you if you're looking for a quarterback. Maddie, your sneaky play. I'm going to go with uh, Martavis Bryant. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I've said his name correct on this show. And and the black people, <laughs> black people around the world, thank you, Maddie. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with him because the Raiders got to throw to somebody, and he's a talented motherfucker. Yeah. So this is Ooh. do or die time for him. Go yeah. take so a slant to the house. Faith in him. Yeah, he can't mess this up, no. right? Because this would be it. Yep, I think so. Also, last sneaky play for me, Rashard Matthews just picked up by the Jets. The Jets receiving core is a mess, just like the Cowboys and the Titans and all these other people. Richard has Richard Matthews has experience being a number one guy in Tennessee. Maybe he comes there and they let him eat a little bit. They just signed him. Wouldn't necessarily play him this week, but just keep an eye on him. Maybe stash him if you got room. Um, yeah, I like that. You like you like okay. I got credit from you. It's the first time ever. That's not true. Well, you know, it, it's few and far between. Basically, um, I'm trying to find the intro for Segregate Your Eight. So give me a moment. Uh, we're going to segregate your eight. And, um, you know, I, Maddie wasn't here last week, and we had to talk about some new rules. Because I think mm-hmm. Maddie tried to, like, <laughs> yeah. try to like put one over on me, and he's like, yeah, so you can only use your black quarterbacks twice, too. And I'm like, wow, there's no, only, man. like, four no, black don't, quarterbacks. Don't make it like that. We so, came up with rules. You agreed to yeah, you, yeah. Knew, you knew what was up. You thought you were going to storm the barn with, with that. It's supposed to be over by now. Yeah, you run out of quarterbacks eventually, <laughs> but you're supposed to have seven wins right now, and that's supposed to give me a fighting chance. Yeah, whatever. I just think it's another instance where white men make up rules yeah. and black people fall sure. victim to it. You know, much like, you know, vo- voting, registration, and stuff like that, you know, so whatever. you're saying I outsmarted you. Well, no. You use the system to get <laughs> over on me. You use the system. Okay. And so... What system is that? The system... It's the white man system. Okay. Owned and operated by the white man. All right, if you say so. So anyway... So now you can use your quarterbacks as much as you want. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to kick off. Let's roll this. So what is the uh, the advantage I have now? You have the you have a 10-point head start because I don't have a kicker. Okay. Every week. Let's right. kick off Segregate Your Eight. All right. Bob so Black um, Fantasy Podcast invites you to segregate your eight. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. Your left, your left. Come on, rhythm. Hut, two, three, four. Black guys, help the white guys, okay? Your left. What did he say? He said the black guys. The white guys. Okay, and so uh, this week's segregate eight, we have to now give the score, of course. I'm always blindfolded as part of the white man's rules, and I don't know who won the previous week. Maddie does all the scoring. Maddie, no, that's not the white man's rules. It's, it's, the, it's the system. It's the, okay. <laughs> I was going to make a race joke, but uh, I'm going to pull it back. I'll pull it back. <laughs> He's about to call me, you dirty black mother. No, go ahead. All right. all right. What do we got? Well, this this so we came in the week. I was uh, four, one, and one. We had that tie. Sure. And I did not have a good week. In fact, I had my worst scoring total of the season. I had Sign uh, of things to come. I had Brady at quarterback. That was my my seventh sub, and I'm allowed a total of 34 subs. So I'm I, I I'll never use them all because there's not that many white guys. But okay. went with Brady, 27 points. Mm-hmm. I got McCaffrey. Now he's he's been the guy who he's been my go-to guy. 13 points. That's not enough out of him. Mm-hmm. Edelman gave me 14. Adam Thielen 
And this is this is why I'm winning this year. This guy's amazing. Oh, he's, he's a beast. the number one receiver in football. This guy's this year. amazing. Twenty six points. I should have had him rated higher, but go ahead. Then uh, my other my other receiver, I had to sub in for uh, Cooper Cup because he was hurt. So I came in with Jordy Nelson. He got me a lousy two points. I had to substitute out for Gronk, mm-hmm. and I had uh, Olsen in there with eight points, and then Goskowski with eight points, given. Maddie's country all stars a total <laughs> of ninety eight points. Gotcha. Over to B's gangster rappers. That's us. We got Cam Newton in with twenty eight yeah, yeah. points. Mm-hmm. We got Jarvis Landry in with twenty five. Okay. We got Crabtree in with eleven. Okay. OJ Howard a surprising eleven. Ooh. And then it's not looking so uh. good for B's gangster rappers. <laughs> Joe, Joe Mixon eight points. Ah oh, boy. David Johnson. Oh, David Johnson. Nine horrible. points. Jesus Christ. And bringing up the caboose, Frank Gore with three, which brings B's Gangsta Rappers to a total of 97 points. One point loss. Oh, that's too tough. Oh, country All-Stars go to five, one, and one. Dude, this shit's over. I want to recount. This is going to be an NAACP. I'm going to call Jesse Jackson. You recount it all day long. I want to recount. You can change change the rules. This is systematic. You You can't hold me down. This is is culturally biased. (laughs) This is everything. All right. All right. It's about over. I need three more wins, and that's a wrap. This is a... Dude, I can't go back to my community (laughs) with this kind of record. But anyway, anyway, just to rehash the rules, I can only pick black players. Maddie can only pick white players. I'm allowed to use my black players no more than twice. Except quarterbacks Except now, quarterbacks now. And I can't field a kicker, obviously, because he's white. Maddie can field a kicker because they were white kickers. He has really no limits on his roster selection. So we'll continue right now. He is whipping my ass for, sure for reasons unexplainable. The reasons I, are white people are better. Oh, That's the reasons. And if, if for nothing less, just to get him to stop saying that, I have to win <laughs> next week. And I have to just sort of run the table. Much like I have to do with my fantasy season, which I think I can pull off too. So, I got I got a lot of work to do. Well, I mean, I got to get the eight wins. So mm-hmm. that's that's three more. You need seven more. You sh- you should be able to do it. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's it's totally within my grasp. I've I've done harder stuff. Being black is harder than that. So, and I do that every morning, just waking up. Hmm. So if I could do that and pull off being black every day, then this fantasy thing is a kick. It's not even sure. just walking apart. No problem. Don't even worry about it. Um, let's see here. Um, we've gotten these sneaky plays. We've done segregate your eight. Um, oh, we can talk a little bit about football news. Rihanna has, I guess she supposedly turned down the Super Bowl because of Colin Kaepernick. I guess she would, they wanted her to perform. They instead went with Maroon five. Um, you're starting hearing of other people who've turned down the Super Bowl. Jay-Z famously mentioned in, a, in an album he did where he says that he turned them down um, it's sort of in vogue now to say that they've turned down the NFL in in regard because of Ka- Colin Kaepernick. Um, what do you think about that, Maddie? Well, I mean, if she's doing it because that's how she truly feels, good for her. But I don't trust any of these celebrities with that kind of stuff. It's it's it all feels like trying to do what the most popular thing is uh, to put yourself in a good position. And what exactly is the problem at this point? Um, I mean, the players are allowed to kneel now, right? The, the NFL walked that back. That's correct. So what is she trying to protest? Well, I, I guess because he still doesn't, he's have still un, unemployed. At the, well, do, doesn't have an, a job in the, with the NFL, as we All speak. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, good for her. What about you, doggy? Well, I really don't care. <laughs> but if she's doing it like Jay Maddie said, like genuinely, good for her. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe for a publicity stunt, you know. Yeah, but I don't know shit. I, I don't even really care too much about Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? We could find so many people to do a halftime show. I'm really with the NFL, man. I love the halftime show. If she doesn't want to do it, fuck her. Just Ooh. like I always say, you know, when when you call these people racist all the time, you yeah. can't judge what's in a person's heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with Rihanna. You don't know. I, you I don't, don't know what's in her heart. Yeah. So. yeah. My issue with the whole thing is, at some point, what is going to be the next step to all of this? And I think, you know, we saw last week Eric Reed, who was, you know, who did who started the movement with Colin Kaepernick, finally got signed by the Panthers. He almost gets into a fight with Malcolm Jenkins, who I guess had kind of pushed the movement from Philadelphia. Uh, you know, Eric Reed called Malcolm Jenkins a sellout because 
supposedly he took money from the NFL for an organization to, I guess, come up with these sort of cultural solutions. And mm-hmm. I guess Eric Reed thinks that he, I guess he took the money and stopped kneeling. So I think. Oh, uh, you got bribed? Yeah. So, yeah. So he called him a, he called him a sellout. Malcolm Jenkins said, of course, he's not a sellout. He's trying to come up with a solution. I don't know if you can get mad at Malcolm Jenkins for trying to come up with a solution. Um, you know, we'll see what happens later, of course, with all this. I don't know where it ends or what the next step should reasonably reasonably be, but that's where we are. So um, beyond that, um, any last words heading into uh, week eight? Hey, man, keep your heads up out there if you guys are losing, man. If you're below 500 in fantasy. Keep your heads up. Keep pushing, baby. That's you it. know, it's it's never over until it's over. Exactly. Anything can happen during these bye weeks from now till week 11. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're not out of it till then. Yeah. Like I said earlier, stockpile your backs. Unless you're two and five. Ah, I'm on the comeback trail, baby. <laughs> stockpile your backs. Keep an eye on your buys. Know when you need people. Uh, you know, sort of plan two to three weeks out. You know, if you need a receiver, you got a receiver on a buy, go pick one up that you trust. And, um, you know, see if you could uh, stockpile at a position and make a trade that'll help you. And we've had a three-week hiatus from uh, Mike Tomlin rants, so I'm promising one for next week. Ah, well, (laughs) the only reason you didn't come today is because, what, they were on a a buy. Of course. (laughs) That sounds about right. Well, thank you guys for listening right at 51 minutes. Um, You know, it's a pleasure bringing you this information every week. Um, we'll continue. We'll be back next week with more information, hopefully, that you can use our information. You can email us, our email address. Email us at mybigblackfantasypodcast.com. My Twitter handle, at B underscore MBBFP. Maddie is at mybigblackfp, like my big black fantasy podcast. Maddie, tell them about Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash mybigblackfantasypodcast. That was pretty easy. Doggy, you have any uh, anything else? You, no, because you, you're you know, you, Jay, Maddie, and B will find me. Yeah, you know, we've so we've established sometimes. Yeah, sometimes fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no telling. There's usually n- n- no witnesses involved. Find with me at Sapphire. Oh God, I th- we almost got through one show without <laughs> Sapphire reference. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Listening once again. We'll see you next week. Peace. All right, man. Oh, and before we go, you know, just to let you fantasy know players know that. If you're struggling, you're, there's other people out there like you. Uh, we caught Matthew Barry, the guru of uh, fantasy football on ESPN, losing his shit because of uh, um, a very tight, frustrating loss. And we'll play that for you going out. See you guys next week, okay? Go get that win. And you know what? Some people, and by some people, I mean me. This guy was down by nine point nine points. Literally, I needed one point from Alfred Morris. One stupid point, one stupid point in a league in which I've lost five straight by less than three points. I lost two weeks ago to the guy that started Mike Mitch Trubisky against me. Six touchdowns. I lost by three points to a guy that had a six touchdown quarterback. And so here I am in a league with Sony Michelle and James White and Carson Wentz. It's an unbelievable team. It's a team that crushes it. Christian McCaffrey. I dominated this draft, and I need one stupid point because the guy against me starts Tyrell Williams. Who starts Tyrell Williams? But this guy does. He doesn't know what he's doing, but yet here he is. He's up .9. I need one point, one stupid point from Alfred Morris. And do I get that point? I don't get that point. I don't get that point. It's one point. It's one stupid point.